0: I just want to push the envelope with corporate sponsors of like how graphic we can make How a, graphic? Uh, yeah, like yeah. Get cunt. Strap. <laughs> yeah. Yes, strap. <laughs> They're like, hey, you You said you want the, the, the discount code to be cunnilingus? Yeah. <laughs> Double sided kind of people dildo? to spell. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe yeah. something a little shorter. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, no, it really is going to. Yeah, no, we, mm, that's what we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm ducking out, you're dying out. Let's dive out together See what it's all
2: about
3: Hi and welcome to Diking Out, the podcast that somehow managed to ruin ice cube trays for people. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what that means, you've got some catching up to do. Oh, I'm God. Carolyn Beersier.
0: I'm Sarah York, and I'm still completely traumatized by that.
3: And today we're diking <laughs> out with the one and only Sir Baby Girl about pop music. <laughs> I don't think Sir Baby Girl knows what the deal is with ice cube trays, but uh, we'll tell you at your own risk after. Okay. Uh, she was recently featured in Rolling Stone, and her album Crush on Me is out now, so buy it, listen yeah. to it. Stream it, stream Love it, it, stream it, it yeah. stream it, stream, stream it. it, please, please, shit please, out of that
2: thing. please,
3: give me that <laughs> .03 cent to every stream. <laughs> I truly beg of you. Yeah. Uh, well I have been doing my part because I listen to it a lot and I've added it to my running playlist. Yep. Yes. Because I've started running. Oh. Wow, that's nice. That's a nice journey that you're on. I'm getting ambitious. Yeah. It's like, there's one time a year where I start running and mm-hmm. it lasts about two months. Oh, my God. That, that's me, like, every... I have a yeah. cycle. I'll, I'll, like, run and
4: go to the gym for, like, two weeks and be like, I am the most powerful motherfucker. And then yeah. I'll be like,
3: I'm tired.
4: <laughs> yeah. And then I stop and then I get weak again and then I do it again.
0: Do you do it, like, in the spring?
4: yeah I'll do it in the, I'll, like, yeah. the, something will change you know the weather will like change or, nice, yeah it'll be then, like a nice day and I'll be like mm, I'm gonna go off and then yeah <laughs> there,
3: there's only two months that you can run outside in New York and yeah. then like the rest of the time it's like well now it's too humid or yeah. like now yeah, the air quality is, is so bad that <laughs> you will choke on yourself it's so yeah. bad that
0: like your iPhone you, do you ever go to the weather app on your phone and it says like sensitive air groups? might not be yeah I'm like yeah. what like I need a little more information yeah. <laughs> I'm like well I'm sensitive yeah exactly like emotionally Hey, what yeah. Do
3: you mean? yeah. So like all dykes can't go outside. Yeah. The
4: lesbians must <laughs> stay
0: inside. We all we can't handle it. Yeah. You know, I'm usually
3: relieved when I see that because I just figure like every day is dangerous to go yeah. outside <laughs> so I'm like oh it's only today so yeah. uh, <laughs> but anyway okay a couple quick announcements on uh, June 23rd we have our live recording at Caveat with our special guest Kathy Two from the Nancy Podcast and also Jess Henderson from our Plants episode yeah. the famous Plants episode oh that God. you guys love so much and I love that you guys love it so much uh, she's going to be doing a little bit of stand up to open the show so we're very excited to have that buy tickets online com slash events also i want to thank everybody who was uh sending me leads for every gay susan my yep. passion project the uh, inbox
0: is blowing up we appreciate with it With some really good
3: <laughs> finds some of you are finding some really uh obscure susans from television that on like shows that i haven't seen or would have missed so uh Follow me at every gay Susan on Instagram, mm-hmm. and we are cataloging every gay Susan. It's as simple as that.
0: And this will been... eventually end up in the Smithsonian. I hope so.
3: <laughs> I, I think that's
0: the logical conclusion. I think like we're building something beautiful. gay Susan in the world. Is now officially archived. Library of Congress. Yeah. yeah, yeah Library yeah, of for Congress. Sure.
4: Wait, so what it is it's just everyone that's gay and named Susan? Yeah,
0: it's been sort of a theory that Carolyn's had for quite
3: some time. That Susan is the gayest name for a woman. That, <laughs> really?
0: That I knew you don't think it's Allie? Well, maybe for younger, but like <laughs> okay, for okay. like when we were growing up, like on television or even like Everyone's gay. Aunt's named Susan.
3: Like I've had mm. two yeah, gay. Had I've had two gay bosses named Susan, Ooh. and a gay friend named Susan. Powerful. And then somebody else I know named Susan who's gay. And then yeah, TV in the '90s, like that was the name. That was the for only gay name. character. Mm. Ellen came out to Lord Dern's character, who's named Susan. <gasps> Carol and Susan oh. on Friends. I love Susan Laura on Dern. Seinfeld was momentarily oh. a lesbian. Okay. It, it's just like mm-hmm. a lot of. you have got a Susan Truther here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm a but, like, for sure wow. Susan Truther. Totally. Totally. Yeah.
0: And I'm on board and I usually am the last person to get on board with like these wild theories, mm-hmm. but this is completely sound. It makes <laughs> perfect sense.
3: That tracks. <laughs> First, my gay Susan theory, then, uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. And then
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that could be our transition to pop music later on.
3: Oh, well, <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, then, that is great. Yeah. Follow
0: every gay Susan for y- sure.
3: Y- you guys are really awesome. Um, we had our show at Stonewall on Monday, which some are saying such is like, a blast. Yeah. It oh was my god, it was so fun. So much fun. We had kind of like a last minute change in the lineup, uh, but then we're able to have um Tessascara, who's gonna be on the podcast sometime, Alex Song, who did our hats episode, Elsa Waith, who was on our episode um about allies, mm-hmm. and of course Jess Henderson was there, she killed it, oh my and god. my number three crush. Janine Garofalo, she was great. Showed up early, and I got to hang out with her backstage. When I should have been reviewing my bits, Uh, your bits were great. You did. They They were all about pubes. I hope you listeners are happy that it was pube block. This was a big week for
0: pube content. Yeah, if you think about our episode plus the lot, so like people who experienced both, I think are probably a little overwhelmed by it.
3: Yeah, maybe. But But it was great. Uh, I had to warn some people because we had you know, of course, listeners in the, in the audience. And I was like, just so you know, we're going to be talking more about pubes on the podcast yeah. episode that comes out. And they messaged and we're like, you're right. That was a lot of talk about pubes. <laughs> you weren't kidding that yeah. it was like, what a misleading episode title we yeah, had. Yeah. <laughs> should have just been called pubes. We should have just abandoned ship. Just,
0: yeah. And again, we'll explain to you later. Yeah,
1: okay. you know, everybody has
3: pubes. <laughs> yeah. Gender <laughs> neutral.
0: Some more than others. <laughs> yeah.
3: Another news item that I... I want to hit on because a listener tweeted this to me just like an hour ago that uh, some pictures of Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson, who I oh. yeah. didn't know were still together.
4: I mean, it's, it's already on my story.
3: It's already yeah. On, yeah. every it's it's already, like,
4: everyone's retweet of it. Hot off the press. I mean,
0: if you don't know, which like... At this point, it's like stale news for us. Yeah, yeah. I am just learning about it.
3: I'm, I'm bummed about people... Uh, you know, having their privacy invaded. Oh, I guess yeah, this no, episode's coming out a couple stunt, weeks. No, I it like, They, they could had have to be. Had a they task could have gone into that. like
0: a garage or, yeah. or like you know. I feel like because this is like a house they're moving into, right? For
3: anybody who like doesn't
0: a... know, they were
3: <laughs> caught moving a sex swing into like a, a full,
0: like a two-person moving job. They were each holding at ends of this big box that clearly had a. F- it was clearly a box With for like diagrams. giant sex swing, yeah, 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 yeah. like instructions. They're like
4: literally snickering. Like I yeah. mean, I feel like they were like. I really think they going knew off. people were gonna take. Yeah. that.
0: I think yeah. they're just being like cheeky and funny. Yeah. which I'm all for that. I Thank love that.
4: God.
0: Yeah, I love for people doing weird shit just to like throw off the paparazzi. Yeah, to absolutely. To be like, look at what we got. It's like they wanted you to see that. Yeah.
3: Hello. <laughs> have you Have you ever seen or, or used a sex? I know I'm woefully behind on like on sex wings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. On sex wings. I, I know very little about that. I know I would be able to identify one, obviously, um, I wouldn't be like, what is that? You know, but yeah, like, yeah,
3: yeah. I went to an apartment once back when I lived in Atlanta that had regular swings, mm. but then we're like, are these sex swings? And they're like, no, no. Sex swings are more like harnessy. Do oh, you okay. get
4: strapped into it?
3: Yeah, I think Do so. Do you
4: become the swing?
0: I think you, yeah. I, yeah. Cause I think when the whole apparatus is like installed, oh, like- cause it's like, it hit. Ha- uh, from what I've seen, they, yeah. like, hang from... The other thing is, though, you can't just, like, go get a sex wing. You have to have that shit, like, professionally installed. Because oh, otherwise yeah. you're going to, like, rip your ceiling out. <laughs> yes. So, like, yeah. like yes. It, I wouldn't trust it in New York. <laughs>
4: no, 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 no. Not
0: with the old buildings and the... You never know. Absolutely. No no I'm, like, nervous mold, to hang no. hanging plants in my apartment. Yeah. I'm, like, what if this falls? Yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, you, like, get yourself in, at least according to, like, the diagrams. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of, like, hooked. You know you're harnessed in. Yeah,
4: you are the swing.
0: Yeah, because you don't want to fall out of the swing.
4: Right, right. Safety I mean, first. It, it yeah, sounds absolutely.
0: like fun. Yeah. Uh, if I, it, I would, I would be, I would not be opposed. Yeah,
4: I'm happy to be kind of latched in and swung around. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Kind of relaxing too. Yeah. yeah, like zero gravity. Getting
0: your oh, zero, zero
4: gravity. Yeah, can you
0: imagine? <laughs> right, you sensory experience. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
4: I, I might fall asleep. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'd be so relaxed.
0: I'd be like, da da. If there's like a white noise <laughs> machine <laughs> on in
4: the room, <laughs> it's over. Yeah. I'd be like, maybe I would just use it to relax alone. Yeah. yeah.
0: A relaxed <laughs> swing. My swing time. That's like yeah. a super dikey concept is like using <laughs> the sex swing for just a nap. For
3: just yeah. A nap. Yeah. Desexualizing. For like, like just the sex reading. <laughs> like. Yeah. There's like a tiny swing next to it for your cat. Yeah. Your cat's yeah. just hanging yeah. there. <laughs> swing next Oh to you. my god. That's I feel amazing. like I feel like cats would like a sex swing. Cats would Honestly. love that shit. They love like premium, you know, they lazy, love climbing into something absolutely. and yeah,
0: sleeping on it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah, I think, you know, being in New York really uh makes it hard for us to enjoy that sex yeah. swing culture cuz you have to probably I mean, I guess you can unhook it from the ceiling. Yeah, but know.
0: you know, yeah. then you got to go into like you got to attach it to the beams. You got to do like a stud finder on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah that's Lesbians know this sort of stuff. You know, this is like why we do these things. Yeah, We know. Yeah, If it's one thing we know, it's the structural integrity of a room.
3: <laughs> I didn't even know that Ashley Benson and Cara Delevingne were still together. I didn't. Yeah. I
0: never Powerful. know who Cara Delevingne's with. Like, no, I, it, I know. I, it, I just I feel assume, like it assume changes. it's moving
3: at She's it's like those, like
0: rip off a joke a day calendars yeah, like yeah. coffee shops. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a different face of like some hot young like Hollywood girl item. Yeah. I don't even know what her name is. So yeah.
4: powerful. Yeah. But I did powerful. just think of something
0: about sex swings. I think what some people can do here and do here is hang them in doorways like hey. because the door frame is like a stable
4: Yeah, earthquake
1: yeah. ready. So yeah. like
0: you know I think that was what would make the most sense. I don't think you. I don't think it's you like, like drill holes streak. in the ceiling and then hang them mm, from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just something you can like because that's nice to have it in a doorway. Because then you're like, well, it doesn't have to be there all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you take it down. It's like a pull, pull, you like, put it away. Ours, you just bring yeah, a sex exactly. Swing there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Glad we glad to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the utility of a sex swing.
4: Yeah. <laughs> this
3: episode is sponsored by sex swings.
1: Sex. <laughs> <laughs> Any of them. <laughs> Any <Anyone>, please.
0: <laughs>
3: Sarah, I know you think I'm nuts because I can't stop texting you. And about and, this movie, yeah. Okay, go for it. Have you watched The Perfection? Yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> thank God, because she needs someone to <laughs> talk to I need, about thank it. You. Please I talk wa- amongst yourselves. I watched it
4: while my girlfriend was passed out next to me <laughs> no. the whole time. I was like high as shit watching it. Like <laughs> no, you can't watch that high. I you high can't as, watch it. Oh really?
0: Was it scary when you're like? 'Cause uh, yes. she describes it as a thriller. It, like is that is that it's sort a, of
4: it's like a body horror thriller. Yeah. And then they just like make it gay and you're like, I can't tell if I even want this to be gay because it's like <laughs> so disturbing. Yeah. I know. I had so mixed feelings.
3: You know really? I, I don't want to have any any spoilers. Yeah. Uh I was very torn at first um, because, is it like, I, is it murdery? Like, do people die? It's, it's murdery. and I just feel like it uses like it's only a little bit murdery. Okay, it's not as murdery as I thought it was going to be. And and some people were like, oh, they're just using like two ladies as a as a device. But I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now, top three sex scenes that I've ever seen really two women, and it was directed and edited by men.
2: Mm, okay. wait when do
3: they even boink? when they're in ch- <laughs> the the like, cello, the cello duet scene uh, oh wait at the end no 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 oh no, no, oh, no, no. oh oh oh, oh. When, when they're when they're on stage and they're like performing in China oh. and then he has them play the duet and then it's like it's cut Did you miss in it? with- I
4: blacked out the sex because I'm
3: so I'm still
4: for real <laughs> that was the best part about everything that else was in the, the movie best part. Because yeah because they just cut off so many body parts
3: and it's just like
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, I
3: mean, that that last scene is like <laughs> n- a nightmare <laughs> and a good couple's Halloween costume. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> we can't I, be trusted
0: with this sort of material. I do
3: feel like
4: it was like they really could have... They really could have used this film to like use a strap. Like they could have had a strap in it, You know what I mean? Like there was so much it's body a missed, mod. It's a missed opportunity it was a missed for, op. for a strap. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was sad about. But it's really disturbing. Like I had to tell my girlfriend in detail the next day. I had to like an hour long, like detailed walk her through the plot so that I could like <laughs> externalize it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just like, like, get this out of my brain. Yeah.
4: And she was like, I will never ever watch that. And I was like, I never will either again.
3: Yeah. I like I watched the sex scene and then went on Twitter and was like, Oh my gosh, you' guys need to watch this because, uh I mean, they're both attractive, and I yeah. will guess. allison
0: Williams and yeah. who? Who's the other? Uh, she's in Dear White People, version. Oh, yeah. Yes. Her last name is I think Browning. I know who you're talking about. Uh, she has like kind of greenish eyes. Yeah, yeah. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she's, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. she's yeah.
3: Regina. Yeah. She's gorgeous, and she's like very like. Sexual and flirty, yeah. and like, like really lays it on thick, but in a way that I'm okay with. I will
4: say, yeah, the flirtation at the beginning, I would like loved. I was like, oh, we're just straight up, like we're skipping past San Junipero, like, like kind of qu- like, are will they, won't they? And it was just like, oh no, this is gay. Yeah, no,
3: this is. I appreciate definitely that. that's, happening. That's good. No, that was powerful. And Allison, like the the acting from from her because yeah. she seems like so so there for it. she yeah, seems still
0: right in real life i just yeah. I oh, can't yeah, yeah.
3: picture her playing except she's got lesbian bone structure she does you're <gasps> she right she does she does yes. she's and she played peter pan so i feel like she could oh, be bi. she did? You know i mean she yes, played she peter did. pan That's right. and now energy. i'm
0: thinking of her in with that like short haircut, and now I could I could see like yeah. sort of there's yeah. like some bisexual energy there. I mean she's
3: got that mat, she's got that jaw. Yeah. That jawline. Nose, oh my god. I that mean, is
0: a hell of a jawline. Yeah. That's an authoritative jawline. In it Girls, is.
3: she made out with the uh, Jessa. Marnie and Jessa make out oh, oh, that's yeah. Yeah. On, like bad threesome or the failed threesome yeah. episode. Oh, okay. I
0: never saw that show.
3: Uh I I stopped watching it at some point. Like Marnie is like just Marty's the character so Alice Bleeb's plays. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: There were so many missed gay ops in that show. So,
0: so many. many. I mean, the whole thing to me was like, I saw the title and then I was like, oh, they're all straight. Never mind. Yeah. Like, y'all misled me with it. Not yeah. that I thought a Judd Apatow show would have been even remotely gay, yeah. but still.
4: Yeah. They baited us. The bait and switch. Yeah.
3: <sighs> Well, yeah. So the perfection. I mean, watching.
4: Brought that up. Oh, I, God, because I haven't talked to anyone that's seen it. I feel like I yeah. watched it, and then I was just like, and then, and then you're then like, I'm. I blacked I'm, out. I don't and know I about moved this part on. of my life anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, I was like, that's the old me. I don't. I don't remember writing those tweets. I that yeah. wasn't me.
3: <laughs> so, so like uh, up to 20 minutes, I'm like, yes, here for this, and then like after that, I'm like, oh no, I think maybe she's like faking being gay and using Mm -hmm. the bone structure just like seduce her and like something like that's gonna happen and it's like oh the the lesbians like the crazy murderer and then it's like oh wait what direction is this going in oh my god this is horrific what is happening and then like 20 minutes of that where you're like dear god this is just like very upsetting to watch Mm -hmm. and then like twist and then like other twist then other twist and you're like what the fuck is going on and then great yeah. yeah I can't wait. Anyway. But they do maintain the gay. Yeah, the, the, I, yeah, yeah. Well, that is true. They and the lesbians don't die. The lesbians so, don't die. Okay, that's, that's all I gotta know. Yeah. yeah but, great. you know, I think that that's important to know going spoiler. in. Because, uh, yeah, a lot of people... Because we, we need that. We, we need, need that. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be, like... You know, like, on... Like, there's a rating system, like, rated TV-14 or MA or whatever. We just need one that's, like...
4: Dikes don't die. Yeah, it's,
0: like... Yeah it's three D's. It's yeah. probably and you're like, Oh, thank God. Okay. Like, I can watch this. It just oh. says like TV, DDD. Yeah. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> I think, I think it really might be the, the happiest ending I've seen for two women in a movie. Oh God. Oh God. In a very, and, but at or, what cost? Way, no, no one with there are severed
4: limbs in this movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, to anyone
4: who's seen it, at what cost? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so brutal. Oh God. Oh man. We are starved. We're starved for content. Mm-hmm. We are.
0: <laughs>
3: Truly.
4: <laughs> We're so desperate. And,
3: and for strap content. Yeah. Bring in that strap content. Absolutely.
4: Plug for my merch. I have a strap um I have a uh twenty by teen summer limited edition uh, merch collection and uh, I'm selling a fanny pack that says strapped on it and has a pink harness on it
3: uh, that's awesome yeah, so it's you should buy it the best merch I've ever seen thank you so <laughs> Honestly,
4: much I, I agree I, I know <laughs> And it was actually made by all queer people Great. and sold during Ooh. pride not by a het corporation that's like give us your money because you're yeah. gay and it has a rainbow on it
0: yeah for so. for these 30 days we're just gonna yeah. release a bunch of fucking rainbow merch and we're
3: gonna take all your fucking money yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, <laughs> Cecilia and I are uh, posing for a Michael Kors shoot for Pride tomorrow.
0: Yes. <laughs> are you?
4: Oh, uh, she's a corporate
0: yeah. shill. I no, it. I mean, I love. I'm a corporate no, shill I'm for like, Pride. I'm oh. desperate to be a corporate shill.
4: Absolutely. I will get like a I, Johnson
0: & Johnson tattoo on my tits at this point. Oh, for sure. I don't care. I auditioned for, yeah. for a
3: T-Mobile video for like Pride specifically. But it's the only thing anybody's casting me for. So. Yes. No, no, no. The company should, should be profiting. profiting. Yeah. yeah. No, no yeah. We no. You should I be the only people
0: getting any work for this whole month.
4: Yes. Absolutely.
0: Straight people should just take a vacation for a month like the Europeans do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> go out into the woods.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Come back in July.
3: Go climb Mount Everest. Do so- yeah. Oh God! If you're a white man and vote Republican and you're over the age of fifty, please yeah. go please climb go Mount Everest. Go get those
0: Instagram likes on Everest. <laughs>
3: Things are going well up there. I was reading all all the deaths on Everest were like men over fifty. I'm like, that's fine. Are we? Yeah. No. That's am I supposed to be sad about? That's this? just n-
0: nature doing its thing. <laughs> Uh, I don't get why is that making the news lately. Is there like some sort of
3: like uptick and is, mountain is climbing it? deaths? It's uh, overcrowded at the top of Mount Everest, and oh, people, people really are dying you imagine of lost god. Yeah, they're really There's got to find be like an, an apple store up there by now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's also full Wi-Fi. of garbage. Yeah. It's oh, people like, leave trash up there. Can you, you imagine? Oh, oh, you can't really? carry everything with you. But uh, well, where does it?
5: They, do the they the got place? a trash
3: can up there. It's a mountain. They got figure out. <laughs> they, yeah, they have, they have like, crews come and try, try to clean up. It's, like, a big cleanup effort underway. There's a, a lot of drama on Mount Everest right Leave now. Mount Everest alone. There's a lot Everest of high-altitude yeah, drama Leave happening. it alone. It like, didn't do anything to you. Leave Brittany alone. Leave yeah. Mount Everest alone, please. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I, I consider myself a reasonably smart person. I couldn't tell you even... I couldn't give you even a general idea of where Mount Everest is. Yeah. I don't have a fucking
2: clue,
0: <laughs> and I'm fine with that. I've made peace with the fact that I don't even know where the hell this thing is. I that's believe how it's little. In Nepal. Oh, so it's not even. I Ugh, okay. Yeah. I like. Phew, I was pretty sure it wasn't in the U.S. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I'm yeah. That's okay, how okay, little that's I know right. about this thing. Right, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. a lot about specific weird other things. Sure. Like, we all have our
3: gaps. Yeah,
0: but like, where's Mount Everest? Like, if yeah. someone held a gun to my head, I'd be like, honestly, <laughs> I can give you like a continent, maybe. So, Asia. I don't know. Ding,
3: ding, like- ding. You know, the one time that I was, uh, on that game show, my biggest fear leading up to it is that I was going to be asked a question that everybody else would be like a der. And, and then I'd like, be like, uh, I don't I know don't where know. <laughs> my wrist is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and thankfully <laughs> it was nothing like that, but I like the anxiety I had that like all my elementary school yep. teachers would be watching. Cause like, what else do you do in Buffalo? And, mm-hmm. uh, and that I would, and they would ask something really simple, like a geography. The, yeah, like failing a geography like, question to me would have been like the biggest faux pas. But instead, they're just like pop culture nonsense. Yeah. I don't like, know. Okay I feel like
0: this. geography questions, depending on how specific, I think you get a pass for that as an adult. Because like when we're kids, we're constantly being presented with that information, yeah. and then it just goes away. Like when yeah. I was a kid, I had to know like all the fi- all the state capitals and all that. No one's just asking you that now. Although yeah. I am still pretty good with state capitals, but <laughs> didn't know where <Ravis> Everest
3: was. <laughs> I'm going to quiz you after this. Yeah. I still haven't seen the movie Book Smart. I Me haven't either. either. Okay. So I guess I we really can talk to. about it. We can yeah. just talk about how
4: much we want to see <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. We want to see it and that there's yeah. queerness um, in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, isn't it uh, Beanie Feldman's character is. No, it is not, that, but
3: she's queer in real life. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's what I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. And
3: then yeah. Olivia Wilde. Directed it and I guess it was getting crushed in the box office by Aladdin. Well, yeah, because Uh, the studio
0: released it the same weekend as
3: Aladdin and
0: uh uh I didn't think Aladdin was gonna be a
3: big yeah. Apparently the John Wick series
0: is very popular. Yeah, I still haven't
4: seen it, but I I mean I stan Keanu. I I feel like he's like the only good man on the planet. Yeah,
0: and he gives me like bisexual energy. So I love him. I will he's he's now on my very short list of like Hollywood men that if I heard some really shitty me too stuff about i would like be devastated Mm -hmm. it's basically him and tom hanks Mm. (laughs) and uh i don't know there's a few other actors i really like that i'd be like really but yeah he's like on that list i love keanu reeves yeah
4: he's power i mean every story you hear about him he like like he's just done so many cool like nice human like things just very like selfless things a good citizen you know yeah Yeah. he really is (laughs) yeah
0: like a good citizen. Yeah. yeah I um, love a good citizen. But yeah, BookSmart, you know, I was just listening to another podcast called Keep It and they were talking about this where like it's it's hard enough to get people to go to the movies anyway. Yeah. But then, you know, even if you have this great film and you really but timing is everything, you know, like you release yeah. it the same weekend as a massive Disney, you know, live action. Those movies are just churned out specifically to make a ton of money mm-hmm. and they always do. Yeah. And then an action action fra- franchise that's super popular and has sort of a cult following too. It's like kind of no wonder, but I mean, I think it's still doing well, like relatively speaking. I think it is. I mean, we I was
4: we were trying to get tickets to see it this, this past weekend and it was sold out. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. The, yeah. There's a
3: lot of buzz about it and people are saying, including our uh, past intern, Karina, that yeah. it's like the best movie they've seen yeah. in a long time. Oh, that's yeah.
4: awesome. Olivia, like is such a she talented seems director brilliant. and is fucking like, this is just the beginning. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah I listened to an awesome interview her.
0: with her on, on K- keep it a couple weeks ago about the movie. And she's just like,
4: oh, she knows her fucking stuff. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think
0: she's going to like, I think this is going to be like her More next women directing. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. directors, and producers, comedy,
3: like getting to do yeah. fucking good comedy. Like I know. Fuck
0: yes. That's awesome. Yeah.
3: Speaking of queer content and, uh, you know, there's so much good stuff being made now. And I'm always puzzled of why we are revisiting the L word, even though I'm going to watch it a lot. Mm -hmm. But somebody who will be unnamed, but was on this podcast, (laughs) uh, auditioned for the L word. Okay. And got the script for the pilot and keep your expectations on the floor. Like just... (laughs) Oh. Not great, huh? I mean, this is one I want to go Dykes out for opinion. an audition
0: just so they have to give me a script. Yeah. I wouldn't one share Dykes it. Opinion. I just need to know for I want myself. All the dish. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Just to prepare
4: for when it comes out. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, oh man. That sucks. We'll see. Yeah. You know, I it's nothing we haven't already I I personally have zero expectations for
4: it. Yeah, I still haven't finished the original one. Me too. Yeah, I've been on a slow climb since high school to finish it. Yeah. And it's, it's hard, you know? Yeah, it's, I feel it like is. it's like I clock in, you know? Yeah. It's work. Yeah. I'm like, I'm clocking in it to does, get the content. It truly
0: feels like that. Like yeah. I sit down and I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I have to like... Go through Netflix. I have
3: to search for it because and it's not popping up on I my on? recents. Yeah, yeah. What was I on? Like, like seven like, months what ago. happened? Yeah. I can't watch it without, or re-watch it without fast forwarding through so much of it. Yeah. There's so much yeah. stuff that. It's so brutal. I feel I mean, really bad, but like all of Kit's stories line, I'm like, okay, I know. They Kit, didn't give her enough no, to work
0: with. and no. that. She's such a brilliant actress and yeah. they gave her Almost nothing to work with.
3: Yeah, <laughs> they gave her the catchphrase baby girl. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Is that where you Wait, got yeah. your name from? What, was 100%. it Kit Porter being like, hey, baby girl. And you're like, ooh, <laughs> you're like, you I, w- I want Kit Porter to I'll call me this. baby girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love, I, yeah, I do love Pam Greer. That's Pam
4: Greer's character. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love She's her. great. Yeah. So to
3: me. maybe we can use that Yeah, that transition baby girl. There we go. Baby yeah. girl. So there we baby go. Girl.
4: Amazing. You found it. Yeah, I knew you would. You got it.
3: I was on the hunt. I th- actually thought my conversation uh, with Janine Garofalo about Madonna.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, so, I,
3: yeah, I <laughs> brought it up because we're, we're at Stonewall. So now I'm backtracking on my sweet segue. Button, uh-huh. uh, and, yeah, you know, Janine just does not find Madonna's single as wonderful as I do. and No one does. Ah, <laughs> the gay men do. Yeah. The gay men who work at Stonewall. That's true. You like and all every gay, gay man over fifty
0: in the village are all in agreement. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I am here for it. I know it only gets good at two minutes and thirty seconds in, <laughs> but once you get there, it's so what a great good. review for have a song. A I, haven't, I haven't listened to it. Yet. Yeah, it like like all of a sudden like it comes full force. Okay. It, it's it's a little bit slow. It's a climb. It's a climb to get there. All but right. then at two minutes thirties, it's like. <sighs> okay. And uh, yeah. Janine uh, is, is yeah. into <laughs> is into the conspiracy that Madonna's eye patch is related to botched Botox. Oh which some people think, but I don't think so. I don't think so.
0: <laughs> you and Janine finally disagree about something.
3: Yeah, I was like mildly disagreeing though, mm-hmm. because well,
0: I yeah, just kind not of gonna, like, like argue with Janine. I mean Yeah.
3: Let her have that theory. I'm yeah. letting her <laughs> have it all, even though I was standing there in my Madonna tank top. Right. Oh, yeah, Stone you Love were definitely like uh, on the stage that Madonna subtle. was on. Are you on Madonna yeah. head? Just out. Yeah, uh, she is. You know, I used to be, <laughs> and then I wasn't for a while. What's your favorite era? What's your favorite album? Oh, God. That's really hard, though. Oh. It's I'm too like, hard. I can't you the know. The only Madonna I'm, I
0: enjoy is like early 80s like young young oh, madonna oh like virgin madonna yeah yeah i
3: mean i love i love like a prayer but then i also really like bedtime stories because that came out like i don't know the the time that that came out i was really into it and then i loved ray of light and then mm-hmm. Ray of uh-huh. Light actually is a, is a fun powerful. song. You want to hear yeah.
0: something
4: weird? So like I never like really listened to Madonna. I was more like uh, Whitney Mariah. Like uh-huh. that's what mm-hmm. my mom raised me on. That's And fair. so I had this like her and Kylie I had never like actually actively listened to. And yeah. so I decided last year I was like I'm going to like like go in and like just truly go through the eras. W- like research every era and like understand the context of each album. And uh What a
3: journey. Yeah, yeah what a journey
4: and <laughs> bizarrely enough honestly I think that her uh, American Life album is amazing yes very underrated underrated it's it's very like, underrated it's like folk electronic pop it's yes. like it's actually like she like she t- there's like some like non-binary like themes in it where she taught like I tried to be a boy I tried to be a girl like mm-hmm. there's like really interesting I, I think it's amazing
0: when when was it, what you. era was this album or like what decade it was like 2002 oh okay.
4: okay. like, yeah, it was like post 9-11 like she really she it was like, yeah. I think when she was in her Kabbalah moment and she was oh, like, yes. she was getting uber, like overly political yeah. and like love perfusion, beautiful song, like yes. really cool, like weird
3: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really good stuff on there. Yeah. She had, uh, so like Ray of Light was, I think one of the only ones she got a, a Grammy, Grammy for. Yeah. And then she had a uh, music come out after that, yeah. which I thought music. was a great album. Actually, oh, that's a good. No, I love it. I song. know my favorite Madonna album. It's uh, Co- "Confessions on, on a Dance Dis- Floor." Oh,
4: that one is amazing. It's it's amazing,
3: amazing. And I feel like it was so future lover. Like, oh, yes, sorry. Whole, my roommate and I in college, and this is dating me, but we used to on Bay State Road, be in a brownstone, and just like turn off all the
4: lights. Wait in Boston? Yeah. Oh my god! Why your go university? School? I went to BU. Yeah. Oh, had we talked about this? Briefly. Funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bay State. <gasps> I forgot
3: about that. It's a road. Yeah. on Bay yeah. State? Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, it's a road.
5: road. Okay, like, but there were no things big deal. on it's that paved. road. <laughs> yeah.
3: And we would turn the lights off and just like dance in our dorm room through the entire really? album. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Just to, just like the two of, <laughs> and like not in a gay way. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Shockingly, this was not a gay Shockingly, thing at
3: all. <laughs> it, it wasn't a gay thing. She wor- it sounds pretty gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the cool thing about uh, my roommate, who actually you know sings our our theme song oh, for Decking Out, yeah, nice. yeah, perfect. A so love. she worked for WEA Warner-Electra Atlantic and would get like all this free music mm-hmm. and like mm. albums like before they release and stuff and Madonna uh was was one of the artists so uh you know she oh, kind wow. of like, had, so had one, access to like
0: pre-release you got a yeah. oh, so I,
3: awesome. I wasn't even like having to you force this on my roommate like that's she was sick. listening to it yeah. voluntarily and <laughs> oh, yeah. uh and was like this is a great album i'm like this is what i'm telling people like okay, that's ally work leaking yeah. stuff to yes. the gays
0: that's
4: ally work right
3: <laughs> that truly is like Leap that's what we, Charlie we need more of this yeah
0: yeah,
5: yeah. 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 oh she's she's a true ally if there ever was one that's great Shoppers get it.
4: Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons and Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out the Dungeon Cast, the best D and D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Find the Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on
5: YouTube.
3: And yeah, Madonna. So I guess like this is something to get us into, like. Pop music and talking about queerness and pop music. And one of the big reasons why I think I was really into Madonna. Well, one, just like her being sexual and kind of um, challenging what women were allowed to be uh, Mm -hmm. at that time. Not to say that other women weren't, weren't sexual, but the way that she really, really pushed on it especially as like a supernova level
0: pop star at that time when she blew up yeah yeah and
3: like pushing gender like her her erotica album also i feel very underrated Mm. uh it it's too hard to pick a favorite there are some really really good albums in there uh and yeah the the gender bending in that um and like i can see why you know, gay men loved her, but but I loved her because so many of her songs are about things other than like mm, this boy's making me sad. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. there is just like a range of topics. So I felt like her music was a lot more relatable, and I think for uh, a lot of people, pop music, a lot of queer people that pop mm-hmm. music or queer women specifically, because gay men are like into pop music. Uh, one because it's like great to dance to yeah. but but two you know you're talking about boys yeah a lot <laughs> yeah and they're like yeah it's boys fun. like yep. I relate to these problems with boys i yeah. like I don't exactly uh, yeah I tweeted this today and I just think it's really unfortunate that some of the best pop songs by female artists are uh, about jealousy towards another woman over a guy that's 100% not worth it yep. Yeah. yeah
0: I'm only thinking of Dolly Parton's Jolene, but
3: ha. Jolene is so good. Jolene's it's like is it's such whatever. It's a good out, song. But like whatever.
0: If I had to be like, because you know, people are like, what's your, what are your top five favorite songs? Which is such a broad question. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But like Jolene is on every list for me. It's I'm obsessed. Oh, no, with it's that so song. Good. It's yeah.
3: So, good. so Jolene. Other examples. The boy is mine. Boy is mine. Yeah that guy's trash if he's playing oh, two women. Uh, yep. Paramore's Misery Business. Yeah. Par- that whole it fucking It is a album. Retired <gasps> it. She
4: retired it though. She
3: made like a whole,
4: she did like a whole oh, thing. Really? She talked about it and she was really? like, because it's like the music industry, you know, it was, it, when she was. She recorded that one when she was like 17, 18. Yeah. And so she was being encouraged to like write, shit like that. And also like who, who just fucking knows catty, about internalized misogyny at, yeah. in 2004 when they're at like that age. at that age. So like she actually officially retired it last year and was like, I'm just like, it's not the vibe anymore and I'm just going to let it, I'm gonna let it go. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Good for her. That's, I would, just, like, that she could I would make change those the lyrics decisions. a little bit cause the melody's so good. It's so I would just good. like re-release a version. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Haley Williams, when it, in 2007, so I was like blasting Paramore yeah. all the time.
4: No, she's powerful and she's had such amazing staying power in a way that I feel like people didn't, like, anticipate. Like, she's been able oh, to really stay for around in the sure. industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, her, I mean, her vocals are so, like, titanium strong. Yeah, not a good karaoke pick. Like, yeah.
3: if you are <laughs> a casual karaoke Yeah, not you gotta get ready to get vocal damage. Do yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't go for Paramore. Yeah. That's a mistake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that about that song. But, yeah, like, a lot of these songs that we grew up with were literally about, like, girls fighting over a boy that kind of thing yeah yeah but um one one artist that i grew up on that like i always was just obsessed with and in hindsight completely because i had a like a world-ending crush on her and still do is pink because i felt like i specifically the song just like a pill i felt was a queer song like i just felt like it was like like she's the run gateway just as fast between like straight the and of nowhere. yeah. 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 Like yeah. she <laughs> is literally like the she's the most butch straight, straight woman. While you're
3: buffering ever. until your full gay self, <laughs> yes. it's her. I know. I know. <laughs> the, the pill she's talking she, about is a gateway drug. Yeah, to gayness. yeah. 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 <laughs> no, uh-huh. she so.
0: is. She has so she for being someone who, as far as I know, is is completely straight. yeah. yeah. It has the. Queerest Butchest energy I've oh ever insane. seen It's insane yeah. And it like She just like Ruined my life As a teenager yeah. In the best way yeah. I was obsessed with her
4: She's like my mom's favorite Like one Not of her favorites same yeah. No parents my love loves Pink mom Pink It's yeah. so funny It's so cute And so we went to see Pink On tour Like when she was doing Her uh, beautiful trauma tour yeah. Like two Like a year and a half ago awesome. And it uh, I can't I can, Like that woman Like She's she, so hot she, She's so hot But she also needs So much props Like her live vocals Like she doesn't get like Beyonce credit, Uh and I really think, and not not in a way of comparing. Like it's just like she, her level of live. Excellence is really insane. It's really nuts. Like her vocals are so strong. It's so healthy. She's so supported. Like she's such an underrated vocalist. Yeah. Like she really does like crazy shit live, and she's just like flopping around in the air. Which I I was like, her sets are cool too. Like the production value of
0: her shows are really awesome. Yeah. She
4: came in on a fucking chandelier and started with "Let's get the party started," and I was like, "Yes, bitch." Yeah. Yeah." Yes. You you understand (laughs) your your lineage, and you're giving us what we want. And she sang just like a pill. Like she gave us, she gave us like almost everything. I was just like, yeah, it was so good. Yeah. That's amazing. She's amazing.
3: Yeah. She's really great. I love pink. So were you, were you always into pop music growing up? Was that like
4: one of your. It was like, I feel like my mom really like, really got me started early and was just like, Janet. Mariah and Whitney are bisexual like. Bisexual Whitney. Bisexual Whitney. Bisexual yeah. bisexual justice for Whitney. Yeah. Um, I know, right? Please. Robin. Um, <laughs> but like she was just like, these are like these are
0: This, this is like the Holy Trinity. This is the Holy Trinity yeah. and like these Which are, it is. these
4: artists are to be respected, and like this is artistry. Yeah. And so I feel like and then I got really into like, cause like uh Hit Me Baby One More Time came out when I was like seven. And I like that was like huge for me and like genie in a bottle so like christina and Mm britney so like i had that kind of yeah what a time and then of course like internalized misogyny sets in and then i was like pop music stupid you know for like a while
0: anything that girls like must be dumb yeah it's dumb yeah yeah. it's all
4: stupid and like they're all dumb so then of course i was like self-hating you know for a while and like into like just like masculine rock music yeah and then like once I kind of like I was in college and I had my feminist awakening and was like, wait a minute. Oh, my God. I've been conditioned to hate women and myself. <laughs> and then I was like, did you take a women's studies class? <laughs> oh, my God. We didn't offer of those in my school. I watched I, I watched the punk singer. OK, I watched the punk singer, the Kathleen Hannah doc when I was like a junior in college because I'm on the press I need to see that. It's so good uh. and it just like I because I didn't know I didn't have any I went to theater school and it was like super I mean theater school is like so fucked up and like such a cult and like sure. so women against women and so there was it was so directly competitive and so everyone was just like it was so scary and then I like watched the punk singer and I had had no formal like this was before the internet really like could teach you about feminism unless you like were a Tumblr queen and <laughs> so I didn't have any like context and so like I I didn't know you know I had no idea and so I like saw the punk singer and I like had feminism like actually spelled out for me in a way that I hadn't before and I was like oh, oh my fucking God. Mm-hmm. And, like, this was a time when Beyonce, you know, performed and had feminists behind her. So it was just starting to become a buzzword. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, like, I I was just, like, blew my mind. And then it kind of created this, like, new reinvestment into pop music where I was, like, playing in the Boston DIY scene and it was all about being hardcore and, like, super mask and sure. stuff. And, like, I... Was living in this like fucking like rundown house with like five guys, five guys, and um and like who were all in these like you know just like hardcore bands, and I was playing. Kind oh, of you're not talking band.
3: about the burgers, okay? <laughs> no, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I lived in Five Guys, um, lots of free peanuts. Yeah. Um, but like I was living with them, and they were. It was literally like the kind of thing where like I felt embarrassed to play pop music in the house because they would like sh- quietly shame me for it. Mm, yeah. And so. I, like, it was, it was, like, I was, like, in the scene, and, like, no one liked pop music, and I felt, like, really, like, embarrassed about pop music, and then I kind of, like, reached this, like, switch where I was, like, wait, this is so fucked up, like, oh, I'm, like, conditioned to, like, think this music is stupid and embarrassing because of, like, bullshit patriarchal shit, Mm -hmm. and, like, and so... And I like the more I like, so I was like super depressed and like the only thing that like would make me feel better was pop music. Mm-hmm. And so the more that I kind of like reinvested and went back into like what I really started with as a child, I was like, this is the most genius music in the fucking world. All these women like were treated so horribly by the media mm-hmm. and are so brilliant. And like, their uh, sense, especially Britney Spears. Brit- oh my God. I'm oh still God. not over I her love-
3: treatment by the media.
4: I'm not over
0: it. I and love her so much. I love her so much.
4: Yeah. And like her brilliance and her sense of humor. I think that's a big. Thing Thing for me, is that I think we still can't handle women in pop that have a fucking sense of
0: humor. Yeah.
4: All of the divas are fucking funny. Mariah, fu- Celine. Mariah. Celine Celine, Celine. Dion is
0: hilarious. They're hilarious. She is a triple threat. I'm oh telling you. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm obsessed with her. I think she is an actual comedian. She is. Yeah. Yeah. No, like She's that's so funny. They're
4: all, I always say, like the best comedians don't do stand up. Yeah. Like yeah. the funniest people are not actually in comedy. And yeah. like so many, like, and no, sh- that, no shade to comedians, I <laughs> think.
1: Not taken. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I just, like, there's just something
4: so visceral about when a pot, like, Brittany has always had humor in her videos, you know? There's always yeah. been this, like, cartoonishness to her, and, like, Christina, and, like, and Kesha, and, like, yeah. all these women are funny, and it's been treated like they're dumb, and it's vapid, and it's not serious. Yeah. And I still feel like I'm, I, you know, it's like, I say this, I'm like, Mac DeMarco can shove a drumstick up his ass and sing It's a Beautiful Day by U2, and people are like, don't. Don't question that he's an artist. They're like, oh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Which is no shade to him. I'm like, yes, stick whatever you want up your ass. Um, but it's mm-hmm. just like, I want to stick something up my ass and have people not question <laughs> that I'm an artist. Yeah, Because I still have people being like, are you a comedian or a musician? And I'm like, did you listen to the music? Did you like it? There's your answer. Yeah. yeah, like it's good music. So I'm a fu- like I have a fucking sense of humor. But yeah, you can't. People can't like get it.
1: Like right. they
3: still think it's just like you're dumb for like being funny. Yeah, like you can only have humor if you're like Garfunkel and Oates, and it's just <gasps> right. like a parody uh, thing. A parody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Come in, these like in the same people who critique women's like stuff as being bad are the same ones in 2005 who were playing fucking tenacious D over and over again. <gasps> yes. As yes. if it was like the. Yes, the the funniest most like subversive comedy or like
3: like the or the offspring you know pretty fly for a white guy like all those all those songs that were coming out that That song that you've just i'm sorry i'm
2: extremely (laughs) something's
0: been
4: unlocked
2: i'm
0: extremely (laughs) triggered right now the song pretty fly for a white guy is the worst most annoying collection of sounds on the on the planet i i hate that song just like I said before, when you ask someone, what's your favorite song of all time? It's too broad. If you ask me what's the le- the worst song ever made, that's not too broad wow. at all. That's the nerve. question. It's pretty fly for the white for a white guy by yeah. the offspring. Do you want to
4: take like a five and just scream back? I'm gonna have to. Yeah. 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 I'm just gonna uh,
0: walk around Sunnyside screaming yeah. after
3: this recording. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> anyway. Just punching sorry, holes. Sorry, move holes. on.
0: No, <laughs> no. I,
4: oh
3: god,
0: I hate that song. <sighs> but the but that's kind of that, you know, was being louded as like this is good stuff by like this, by like all the mean high school boys who put us down for liking. Exactly. Christina.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's weird that, because I did always see pop as like a guilty pleasure. Mm -hmm. Once I got older and I'm like, why, why is everything that's female centric? Not saying that men don't do pop, but uh, that's female centric. A guilty pleasure. Like Mm -hmm. when if a man watches a show that's about a woman, like if a guy watches the show Girls Uh on HBO, he has to frame it like, oh, it's a guilty pleasure show. Mm -hmm. It's like, why? Why can't it just be show you're watching or if you're a guy that watches pretty little liars even though pretty little liars is my guilty pleasure because it's trash but uh, it's 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 stunning trash it's beautiful garbage like the album Um, absolutely gilded trash bags no it's
4: it's so fucking real and like also just like when you break it down like pop songs are so technical Mm-hmm. They take so much technical skill, so it's just like. And this is also not to say that all pop music is good. I just hate the assumption that it's bad because it's pop. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, I think it's insane to take a whole genre and say that the genre is bad. Yeah, and so that's my thing is I'm like, when when like music critics just overall like write about pop music in a way where it's like, I think you just hate pop, and I think you kind of like hate women and hate yourself. I think yeah. it's all you know? rooted in that, right? You it's know? like, yo, you don't have to like this song, but don't disrespect it just because it's from this genre. Genre,
3: yeah. you know
0: like and a lot of it's rooted in a lot of criticism of pop of pop music is i think rooted in homophobia yeah mm-hmm. and if you yeah because i think like especially with an artist like lady gaga like remember when she kind of first was blowing up like around 2009 well like 2008 9 like around bad romance yeah. yeah and i just felt like everyone who a lot especially a lot of guys who were who were just shit talking left and right about Lady Gaga and saying that it's, like, weird or she's a freak and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, this music is, like, deeply queer and her fan base is a lot of queer people. Yeah. And she instantly embraced these people. And, like, I I was like, I I can't help but think that the reason you hate this is because something this different and flamboyant and, like, kind of fucking weird and, like, off the wall Mm -hmm. is tapping somewhere inside you that just doesn't does not like queer people
4: because i think that something that queer people are able to do so powerfully is because like we have so much like trauma in our lineage that we're able to combat with catharsis through pop music yeah and we're able to actually like embody joy and i think um (laughs) my friend katie burke who's an amazing uh writer she was talking about this theory where she's like i think why men, like, hate, like, Carly Rae and, like, just all pop music is because they're afraid of the vulnerability of accepting joy and experiencing joy and just being, like, actually fucking free with themselves to have fun. Like, being fun is, like, no one knows how to be fun more than gay people, you know? And it's, like, a threat to just actually have a good time.
0: Because patriarchal constructs have crushed boys and men into this little... Yeah, this box. This little trash compactor. Yeah. And showing any kind of joy like you said is like it's like almost forbidden for them yeah well, and it's even, like yeah.
3: justin bieber the amount of hate that justin bieber yeah. had when he came on the on the scene mm. and, and i'm like and why? he was a kid at that time yeah too. i'm like why is everybody so angry about this guy because it's being because popular? he appeals
0: to young girls mm-hmm. and young girls yeah. are mm-hmm. infantilized and constantly treated and talked about as though they are Fucking stupid. When yeah. they are, in
4: fact, the taste makers of music. Yeah. yeah. They are the fucking, They're if a teenage girl fucks with me, that's, that's the best cosign I could ever get. Yeah. And also, the cool thing is that a lot of teenage girls end up being queer. Right, you know, so like queer women are actually the tastemakers of so much pop yeah. music, and yeah. they never get credit for it, and they're never considered as, uh, you know, the audience to market to yeah. with
3: like because with we're, pop music, we're still thought of as like the Lilith Fair generation, yeah. and right. that we're only into like acoustic music, which I firmly music. belong
0: to in some ways, but
3: <laughs> and go off, and, <laughs> sure, and, yeah. and we contain multitudes. I'll honey. wear my Birkenstocks <laughs> and listen to Sarah McLachlan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I love. I love like Tegan and Sarah, but I think there was a thing where like that music was kind of allowed to be queer, Uh but not necessarily pop music. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I was just like also thinking about how, um, like you had, I kissed a girl by Jill Sobule, which was more of like a folk thing. Uh And, uh, I mean, even then they wouldn't let her kiss another woman in the, the video. Um, But, like, she was, like, actually queer. And then you had, like, Tattoo, which, like could only be oh my God. I was as, as a fucking gimmick.
1: With that fucking <laughs> yeah. song. Uh, in video. It, it, it's just like, like it, it was so bizarre. Oh They're not God.
4: gonna get us. <laughs> yeah, I literally... Which I would say, Halsey's new song, Nightmare, is like, feels like such a callback to that song. Have you listened yeah, to Nightmare yeah, yeah. I think it's her best song yet. Yeah. I think it's really fucking cool. Yes. I Bisexual. It. Yes. yes. She's openly bi. Yeah. Like, we have to like, give love and props to Halsey. I feel like she doesn't get recognized as like, an outspoken like, bi woman that uh-huh. much. Yeah. And it's like, she's very clearly out and by, Yeah. Which is also another thing which I guess I could segue into. Sure. Is that, like, I feel like there's so, there's still such a lack of, like, first off, because, like, people still don't believe that bisexuals exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is insane. Um, because so many, so many people are bi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, like... Bi women in the music industry, it's still this like thing where it's either like we want we want a queer bait and we want to have straight women sell you the idea of possible like bisexuality, but like we don't actually want to listen to like a bi woman like talk about being bi yeah. and get to sing songs that have multiple pronouns in them. Yeah, and like we can't, we still can't really get with it. And I feel like from different directions too. I feel like there's a lot of it, there's a lot of community divide, and I feel like we need to like it's very important for me to be outspoken as bi because I feel like if I had been able to grow up with like someone that was actually expressing the fact that they're like ah I like multiple genders and like what do I do about this and all if this they stuff let in pop Whitney, music if uh-huh. they let Whitney be pop. <laughs> yeah like there's so many and it's also the thing it's like I feel like people are being like oh my god like queer people are having a moment in music it's like no we're just like kind of allowed to be more out and it's more we're existing a little bit now we're existing yeah. a little bit yeah. a but you're yeah. still trying it's like and but who are you paying who are you giving money to like are you actually paying queer women to, to do that music or are
3: you still paying straight women to be good allies you yeah. know and so it's like th- and, and there's I- still straightwashing stuff like Sam Sam Smith like his he had that music video that like you know the song was probably about like queer relationship yeah. but then mm-hmm. the video is a hetero couple oh, you God. know like yeah uh, so like yeah uh. e- even even if you're queer people are like apprehensive to really let you be queer and and going back to Lady Gaga and bi- bisexuality mm-hmm. she came out as bisexual I think in like 2009 or something yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, since then some people have wondered if she's either like gone back in the closet because she said things sort of recently about like, I'm not a gay woman and mm-hmm. calling herself an ally mm-hmm. uh, a lot and saying that she's not fully a part of the LGBT community. And uh, it sounds like it's kind of just like a lot of biphobia because she caught so much shit for saying she was bi, mm-hmm. yeah. but then only publicly dating that was dating 10 men. years ago and maybe yeah. – right. Which and just, things
0: have changed, and it's unfortunate that if, if that's what happened, it yeah. could be that she's not trying to, like, co-op space that she doesn't feel like is hers. Totally, yeah, but... It, it's yeah. hard to know. It, it's a
4: hard... I think it's a yeah. hard thing to know, and I yeah. think that that's the typical thing with, like, bi people is, like, we feel like we're not allowed... La- we're in a liminal space, Yeah, and, like, we're kind of, like, where do where the fuck do we go? And, like, what space are we allowed to be in? And so, like, I'm very much an advocate for, like, if you are bi, like, let... like be like if you can be out about it like fuck yeah because yeah. i feel like we need more women in pop that are just like not considered allies because they're bi yeah. or because they, or yeah exactly that they have to be in this kind of like weird subcategory like oh i'm sort of gay like i sort of get to be a part of the community it's like yeah that's fucking bullshit you Yeah, know?
3: it's ridiculous yeah yeah so when you perform at your live shows mm. you wear a strap yes that's I love awesome. it. It's yeah. great uh, <laughs> because I, I I first found out about you on on Instagram and I'm like this is wild. I love it. But then I read what you said in Rolling Stone about it and I had never thought about it that way. That mm. it's like so many. Well, can you you sure. can probably say what you said better than I can paraphrase it.
2: <laughs>
4: um, yeah. Like well, first off, what I love about the strap is that it anyone can wear it and you can use it on anyone, you know? Mm-hmm. It really is this kind of amazing um, fucking creation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and at the same time, though, it was... I i, I, I don't want to erase the fact that it really came from lesbian culture and queer women culture, and that's really important, too, to not... Uh, and for me, like, I don't want to... Um, I want. I want to respect that like lineage, mm-hmm. and and the fact that it's always been this kind of like amazing canonical thing for like for like queer women to be able to don. Um, and I just feel like straight women in pop have always been like uber, uber sexual and allowed to be, you know, Britney Spears can walk on stage with a snake around her neck singing I'm a slave for you, but, like, I come on stage wearing a strap and people are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And basically what I'm trying to do is normalize it and be like, me wearing a strap is no more sexual, no more crazy, like, it's it's you know, and I think it's like, you know, with this whole pride shit where people are like like kink people can't come to pride. Oh, it's God. like fuck you. Like yeah, right. like gay sex is no more like crazy than straight sex. Yeah. And so it's like and first off, I'm sure actually a lot of like the straight men in the room have experienced the strap. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like to be pegged. Exactly. I mean
0: God, the amount And of- like can we please normalize that so men can stop yes. freaking out about like the ugh. Yeah. Like, the gay panic around gay it panic. is so annoying. It's yeah. like, you guys have prostates. It yeah. probably feels great. You have a clean yeah. your asshole, like, yeah. use it.
4: If I had that, I'd use it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, no shit. Like, yeah. that's
0: actually pretty, I'm, like, jealous of that. Yeah. it's like a whole other, a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. yeah exactly. So I kind of want to normalize it on those levels where it's, like, also, like, I just think bi men get, like, so much, like, shit. And yeah. so I want, I just, by wearing the strap, I just kind of want to invite this, like, element of, like, like just identity freedom. And sexual freedom in the audience, where it's like, okay, like I can enjoy that too, and yeah. like that's not weird. It's not taboo. It's I just it shouldn't be taboo yeah. to wear a fucking harness. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep wearing it until it's like boring, basically. You know.
0: <laughs> I maybe please get to the day where that's considered boring. Right? that'll yeah. be great. No, I,
3: I think <laughs> I really think that you're doing important work. I think so to too. You. I think that's really awesome. I mean, I don't know. I I guess I I would have never really. Thought about it But yeah Like I mean I remember When I was young Going back to Madonna uh, I had a book Of like All of her interviews With Rolling Stone wow. And I remember There was one interview Where um, She was talking about Like How much She loves getting Eaten out mm-hmm. And Amazing And they're like oh, Well You know You could just be Or like Why aren't you With with women more Because she kind of like Dabbled for For a little bit And um she said, Because I want someone to put it in me mm-hmm. after they're done. And then they said, What about a strap on? And then she said, I can't take a woman seriously when she wears one. Rude. That she had like a friend put on a strap on in front of her for like funsies or something like yeah. that. And like couldn't stop laughing or something. And I was oh, like, God. It was just like, really such a little bit I really want to talk to this
0: woman that got laughed at by Madonna while wearing a strap. Like
3: how vulnerable it's probably could you be Sandra in that Bernard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that's that's a what I always assume.
4: <laughs> it has to be a famous woman. I'm, I'm like desperate to no in a strap. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my god! Yeah, I'm mean, But also, contextually, it's like yeah. that just goes to show. It's like that's that's clearly like some fucking internalized biphobia. Yeah, like, oh yeah. God. You know what I mean? It's just like, and it's like I want to challenge that too. And like, like, because I used to be, I I I was a straight girl for until I was 21. I thought I was straight. Mm -hmm. I really wasn't, like... I had crushes on, like, feminine men most of the time. Mm -hmm. And, like, I just had a lot of tension with women, and I just thought we had tension, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And it actually wasn't until... It was kind of the, like... Uh, coming up against my internalized misogyny and realizing, like, oh, shit, like, maybe this tension is, like, something else. Yeah. And, uh, and then also, on <laughs> I got my lip pierced, and literally all of a sudden, women started hitting on me. Oh,
1: yeah. It was amazing. That's such yeah, a bad signal. Well, yeah, it was such yeah. a
4: yeah. bad signal. And so I had, like, my first, like, queer sex experience, and but, like, even for the, like, year after that, I was, like, my brain was, like, okay, so I because I had sex with this this queer person and I liked it but I'm not I don't have a crush on them I like having sex with women and I'm gonna date men and like my mind compartmentalized that because I didn't have any by friends I didn't know that, that like I didn't know what the fuck to do yeah and so then and then finally I had my first like emotional like romantic crush on a girl and then I was like Boing oh my god mm-hmm. I'm an idiot oh my god I've been putting these women in a fucking sexual box mm. and like what the fuck and like it's just like that's such a It's such an ingrained thing for bi women to do. Yeah, it it sucks because it's like it's so like it's so toxic, and it's like it can take bi women so long to like just come to a healthy place where they can accept their love for women just as much as they do for men because of compulsory head and armor temperature. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I try to be very like transparent about that because like that was my reality and like it sucks that I felt that way and that I put women in those boxes but like I had to like that like that was a societal thing that I like went through and now I'm like you know I'm able to actually like just enjoy having crushes on women yeah but it it can be so fucking hard you know Mm -hmm. and I think it's hard just internalized homophobia in general it can be hard to like just let yourself like women because of society Mm -hmm. um but but yeah, I don't know. I went on a tangent, but yes, no, yeah. no, that's like, really interesting. It's, yeah, it's just interesting to track because I think we don't talk about what the the inner workings of figuring out you're bisexual. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like okay, you're bi. So does that mean like you just make out with women on the weekends? Yeah, and it's like no, I like fully like all the genders, at the, you know, and I'm able to like accept that now. But it can be so it can be so murky for so long because there aren't. There isn't fucking representation. Right. I was just
3: gonna say there there aren't any cultural references for that, you know? Yeah. There aren't those songs that like you're like, oh, this really gets me. Like the first time right. I listened to Tegan and Sarah and I was like, oh, thank you, like somebody. Or yeah. yeah Cause um, you have
4: I Kiss a Girl, you have Cool for the Summer, and you're just like, Oh, okay, it's like a side thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a sexual thing. Yeah. You know, and I've totally been put on that side too. You know, I've I've had like relationships with women where like I, I feel like three months in, I'll be like oh you're my first girl and i'll be like oh it's so sad that like you felt like you couldn't tell me that mm-hmm, you know yeah. because you were scared of like my reaction right yeah. and so there's like all that that weird fear too and i think especially with bi men like i end up like i feel like i'm the bi- <laughs> I'm like the bi men whisperer like yeah i will have so many experiences where i'll be hooking up with a dude and then he'll be like i'm, I'm i might be bi and yeah. i'm like i know yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no shit, dude. <laughs> and like they can't say that to like a lot of girls I, because oh, God, straight women so too. Bad. Yeah. Straight women are so shitty to buy men. Yeah. It's so fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, how do we find how do we open up this space for bi people to let them actually feel the freedom to discover while also challenging them on their internalized biphobia and not allowing these these stereotypes to persist and this this toxic thinking to persist that, that ends up hurting everyone involved, you know? hmm and I feel like
3: for for by men, it's happening a little bit more in in music than it is anywhere yeah, else. Think, like Brandon, um, I Brandon mean, just Uri. like everything else, mm-hmm. it
0: starts in, in pop culture. It starts yeah, in the Yeah, yeah. I think know. it really does.
4: I think it starts in. Po- I think pop music is such a driving force of uh, yeah. gender and sexuality. Who is yeah.
3: Brandon? Uri- what band is he in? Panic the Disco. Panic at the yeah, the disco. that's right. Yeah, He's yeah, yeah,
0: fantastic. Yeah.
3: But but I guess in even rock to just uh so many figures who i mean i know david bowie's sexuality has kind mm-hmm. of been uh like once he yeah, said I mean, that he wasn't really bisexual or but again like what is that is that internalized the, biphobia probably right, right. it you know? could be
0: but also like that's what fascinates me about artists like david bowie and even like prince is that those those men were like Sex symbols to straight mm-hmm. women for their mm-hmm. whole careers, uh, but look, their aesthetic was so so <laughs> yeah. gay. It's like so gay. they yeah. couldn't have been gayer, like outwardly. Yeah, even though they, you know, obviously weren't. But like, how much of an impact uh, aesthetic through through pop culture? Like, like what they did was like earth shattering, basically, to like yeah. challenge what masculinity is. Mm-hmm. And then that, you know, obviously, kind of, and even I guess like Mick Jagger did that a little bit, and mm-hmm. like. Then moving into like '80s hair metal bands who were like wearing makeup and like doing all this shit like that's like so fucking cool so femme, and, subver- so feminine, and subversive yeah. and feminine and that's yeah. like that gave like it 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 made femininity cool mm-hmm. in like to so many straight people mm-hmm. and that I think that's just such an important like part of pop history as those particular artists
4: yeah yeah totally so, anywho absolutely Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think Kesha like. Is the perfect example of someone that's always she came out the gate with such a fucking sense of humor and such strong sexual power. She's yeah. such a she's such a femme top. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean her song blah blah blah, where she's just like, shut the fuck up. I just wanna have sex. Like yeah. show me where your dick's at. Like she's so funny and so powerful and such a dom. Mm-hmm. And at the time I remember because I was like totally like in my self-hating like high school self. I was like, I hate Kesha. Like she's so like dumb and annoying. Yep. And and then I was I realized, there too.
3: I was yeah. I feel I felt so awful for being dismissive of Kesha because then I read an interview with her and I'm like, she's fucking brilliant and Mm -hmm. she's making all the points. And a lot of the stuff we were talking about before about like, why can't I joke about this? Why can't I be ridiculous? Why can't I'm like, oh, yeah, she's not just like this, like
0: yeah it's she
3: calculated it's yeah, calculated yeah, yeah, yeah. she's fucking she smart. entered like the,
0: the so pop smart. culture world in a at like the perfect time for me to reject her like yeah. yes I, yes yeah, and i feel yes. really looking back i'm like that's i really i really missed out on that at the time yeah, yeah you no, know we
4: really did she we really missed out on kesha and like now thank god we're able to like understand that yeah and like kind of you know look back and appreciate her catalog mm-hmm. for what it is but
0: and knowing what she was going through at the time oh with god. that shit old producer guy oh whatever. god yeah yeah that just makes it even more like
3: oh it's insane impactful yeah 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 definitely yeah. like missed a uh, a big period of pop music where i was being kind of dismissive and mm-hmm. i think like carly ray pulled me back in even pulled though in. she's like so hetero <laughs> but like yeah, but, i'm I mean, still her music's like, okay it's so oh my god <laughs> yeah
0: I, I I don't know it. enough of her music. I need to I need uh, to familiarize. In. I I need to listen to more Carly Rae Jepsen and actually more Ariana Grande mm.
3: because I barely know any of her music. Ariana Grande and Demi Lovato by who I yeah, I Yeah, Demi's great. I yeah. love Demi Lovato. I can name maybe like one Demi Lovato song. Mm.
4: Her last album is really underrated. Yeah. I I recommend listening to it.
3: I think i so. listened to it through once, mm. but just I, I've never given it uh, enough time. But yeah, yeah mm-hmm. make yeah. more make more space for uh, Pop artists. Yeah. Pops it awesome. feels good. Absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of, of Kesha and pop music, you brought your guitar with yes. you today. Yes. Sweet. And tell us what you got going on.
4: Um, yeah. So in honor of pride season, I'm, uh, doing, uh, I'm putting out a cover of Kesha's song, Praying, which, uh, means a lot to me. Uh, and I have an essay that's going to be coming out, accompanying it. Um, which you can all read once, uh, it's out. Um, but, Kesha just kind of like felt like the past couple of years like a North star to me as like a sexual assault survivor who was trying to make it in the music industry myself and I you know I created Sir Baby Girl from the ground up as a self-taught producer and you know production is still so gate kept by men mm. um, and there's so much you know you're working in these intimate spaces And there's so much room for harassment and for really scary stuff and just ownership of songs. And so when I was actually recording my um, song Heels, I was trying to work with this dude in Chicago in my apartment because I didn't have the fucking money for equipment. And so he just like came over and brought his equipment. And, you know, he tried to sleep with me. He tried to take ownership for my literal song that I wrote and fucking produced. And like, it just was this like, fucking big turning point and just turn. I just ended up moving home so that I could have enough money to record on my own because I was like, I don't feel safe. Every man I've worked with in a studio has fucking made me feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck this. You know what? I'm gonna become self-sufficient and be able to produce on my own not because I want to work in a vacuum all the time, but yes. because I have to do this to be able to put out my first piece of work because I can't have fucking like awful... I can't listen to my music and know that like shitty people helped me make it you know yeah. and like took ownership for it um, and I still like can't get enough credit for being a producer people don't people like they'll always even though it's like very clearly listed that I produced it like people are like who produced this you know and it's just yeah. forever that and so um, when praying came out I was home and I still like hadn't really come to terms like with my like own rape experience and and like history of sexual abuse and like hearing praying I was just like I remember sitting in my room and I just played it on loop for hours and I was like i finally like feel seen by a song in a way Mm -hmm. that i had never felt yeah and she was able to put her trauma into words that didn't feel like it was trauma porn it was like it felt like it was it was processing and moving and forward moving and so that like catapulted me into writing my song haunted house which like is about being everyone thinks it's about social anxiety and it's whatever you want it to be but for me it was it was uh it's about the idea of going to a uh, party and being re-triggered uh, by your past trauma, by my, like, past uh, sexual assault and just yeah. feeling like you're just always going to be stuck in this loop and you're just constantly re-triggered because, you know, every industry is just full of people that want to take advantage yep. of you. And so I wanted to put this cover out because Kesha really, like, when she put out Rainbow, the album, and she put out Praying, like, I was just like, holy shit, this, this woman, like, Truly survived like a public Mm -hmm. a really big public, you know thing and you know had to intimately work with someone that endangered her life that you know completely took advantage of her and owned her for years and like it's really hard to not feel owned in the entertainment industry as a marginalized person, right? And so I um I just, like, for Pride season, I was like, you know, I could put out just, like, a full dance song, but I was like, I don't know, Pride season's, like, a really weird, you know, obviously it started from, like, a really traumatic place, you know, of black trans women being like, fuck this shit, you know, and not getting credit for that. It was a literal riot. Yeah, it's a literal riot, and so I'm kind of like, you know, I think that Pride season is such a—it can be a polarizing time, and it can be a— I think that it just, it contains all of it. It contains the pain and the joy. And I think that there should be room for both. Yes. And so I wanted to kind of like honor that in in the idea that like making my album Crush On Me was basically, it's not, it's not just like a tongue in cheek, like, oh, I've got a crush on me. It's like the idea of like, believing yourself enough yeah. like loving yourself enough to believe what happened to you to believe whatever your trauma is because you know I think you're I mean I'm kind of the belief that like you know there's there's a spectrum but we are all traumatized you know we're all in this world we're all traumatized and I mean all queer people like have trauma right and so it's like how can we kind of take this and like own our trauma and move through it and how can we like balance those things by acknowledging and not trying to suppress but also like moving having a forward moving motion and like using music as catharsis and not like trauma porn but like using it as a way to to transform and like Mm -hmm. to find like a a form of escape and acceptance you know so that's That's amazing
3: great thing yeah awesome thank you for for sharing all that Yeah. Yeah, for for sharing this cover yeah sweet
4: all right let's do it let's plug in
1: had me fooled told me that I was nothing without you and after everything you've done I can thank you for how strong I have become cause you brought the flames and you put me through hell I had to learn how to fight for myself and we I'll just say this is a wish you farewell I hope you're somewhere- I mean, it's a casual
3: little like, chill song <laughs> yeah wow i'm emotional
2: yeah
3: sir baby girl thank you so much for playing that for our listeners uh thank you for having me yeah all right it's time for our listener question and this one is a nice little brief one uh it specifically relates to connecting with someone who is polyamorous she is the woman i've been seeing and i love it it's just difficult—a difficult subject to discuss with coworkers, family, friends, etc. Uh, I yes. love who I am now, <laughs> and it has taken a long time to get here. Uh, I love educating people, but despise having to rationalize or dumb it down uh, for others in my life. It's exhausting. You know, I never really thought of that—of someone mm-hmm. who's like not. I mean, I know friends of mine who are non-monogamous or poly. Like their parents cannot understand it yeah Mm -hmm. i
0: don't think i've explained polyamory to my parents yet we'll get there but like yeah they're learning sort of they're at like 104 level queer knowledge right now and we haven't gotten into like the 201 level like relationship dynamics you know (laughs) yeah yes so
4: i actually just talk to my mom about I'm in an open relationship and I just talked like explained it to her last week. Yeah. And oh, she, I mean, so this is fresh for her. This is fresh. Like <laughs> she's, she's
0: furiously googling like
4: <laughs> No, she I mean she's my mom's really she's a mental health counselor and oh, she cool. literally like she is like the actual best ally in the world and like, yeah she like knows how to use they them pronouns oh, like awesome. she's like all yeah. about it. She's actually she worked at a high school for years and she like became the person that like helped trans kids like get like treated like humans at
2: school Mm -hmm. and like help
4: them with bathroom stuff and pronoun switches with teachers and everything so she's like somebody give
3: her a trophy she's like graduate school level yeah Julie is like
4: on it but it was so funny like having to just tell her about like just like open relationship stuff which just it just turns into like talking about like sex Yeah. yeah so she was just kind of like what I mean just seems like a lot of energy, you're like, that's correct. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it is, it is, but <laughs> it like totally everything is, is and yeah, yeah, like I'm expecting it's like a lot of communication, it's yeah. a lot I communication, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. But I mean, co workers, I would say none of their business, oh, but I, I guess it's how open you are yeah, with your coworkers. Yeah, yeah, it but, depends on where you work. Ugh.
0: I don't know, yeah, it does depend on where you work. I work in like the restaurant world, so we talk so about, everything. Everyone's yeah, about everyone's talking about it, everyone's fucking nuts <laughs> yeah. and drug addicts, so like it's all just like, it's just, yeah, it's the that's, Wild West, that's not even there's no rules, yeah, yeah, um, but if you work in like an office environment, I, I, so I kind of think like, eh, you don't really need to talk to your co-workers about that sort of thing unless you do work in an environment where you're all pretty close, but.
4: Yeah. I think it's tricky um, though because it could just come up like lifestyle wise or something. Yeah, you know, you it could. It up, you're like, oh, this, you know, I don't know. It's, it is tricky. Especially if
0: you're polyamorous, um, like with, if you're in like, you know, a like an actual relationship with more than one more, person at the same people. time. Yeah, you need a couple like, of
3: uh, extra invites to the Christmas party. Yeah, like, yeah I yeah, can yeah. see I'm where that comes plus two. Is yeah. that yeah.
0: possible? Or
4: a possible two and a half. Yeah, yeah. I like mean? I don't know, whatever.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I think uh that's a tough one because it is kind of like a higher like sort of a stratospheric topic for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Even people who are like even people who are queer, people who oh, are totally. like super woke about like everything. It's yeah. like, wait, you're in a re- you're seeing two people and they they know about it you know like <laughs> yeah. so I guess just break it down in like the simplest terms or just kind of do like do the whole like tell one person at a time kind of thing mm-hmm. instead of like blurting it out at like office
3: happy hour yeah I mean I, I think if it comes up and if people are like but how and this and that be like hey lucky for you you don't have to worry about it but yeah, exactly. and, you know, I you I I'm it handling it for, Yeah, it works next. for me, it makes yeah. me happy. Yeah. And kind of and don't reiterating worry about it. that it's
0: not that it's not purely sexual, especially I mean, if you if in for your case, it's not, yeah. yeah, for mm-hmm. polyamory. I, I maybe explain to people like how relationship dynamics can work and, like, you can get certain types of fulfillment from one person and certain types from another.
3: Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe that would simplify it a little bit. I don't know. Or, like, you know, how many people have you loved in your life? Now, just imagine the timing overlapping. It's not that crazy.
2: It's
4: like a Venn diagram. It's not crazy. Totally, totally. And not one person doesn't necessarily like have everything to give you and you should demand that of everyone, you know?
3: Yeah, we have the capability. We all have the capability to love multiple people at, at the same time, whether in a romantic way or not, right? Yeah. But we all have people that, that we love in our life and sometimes it's romantic and then some people are willing to pursue multiple romantic yeah. things and i don't think it like when you say it like that it doesn't sound complicated and i don't think you're you know mm-hmm. if, if you're getting to the logistics of it and being like well how what if but then that's where you can say like don't worry about it yeah, yeah. Got it. So it's it's that's for me not to all. worry about
4: you don't have like you don't owe them yeah you don't owe yeah. them explanations
0: you don't owe them any more details than you're comfortable giving yeah yeah because i feel like people in those relationships are going to be automatically asked especially by like Maybe you know heteronormative people or mm-hmm. uh, monogamous people, like people who are hard monogamous that wouldn't quite get it. They're going to go straight for the the super personal questions about it, and yeah. it's and it's okay to like kind of draw those boundaries about answering. Yeah.
3: I can't tell if things are changing in that like more people are becoming um, like more accepting and open to like open relationships and, and polyamory and non monogamy, or if it's just like, as I'm getting older, that's the reality of mm-hmm. a lot of relationships that, that I'm realizing. Because I remember when I was like in my early twenties meeting a, a married couple and someone was like, Oh, they're, they're swingers used to be the word <laughs> or like, yeah. it, it, or like, like they have an open marriage. I'm like, what's wrong with them? That was right. literally my thought yeah. was what's wrong with these people that they yeah. have an open marriage. And I could not. Cause mono- monogamy
0: is such a strong uh, concept mm-hmm. when yeah. we're growing up. It's, it's definitely in tandem with patriarchal norms. Yeah. Um. But I think I mean I I'm single, but I think um the next I don't foresee myself in a monogamous situation uh like ever or mm-hmm. certainly not now. So like I but I, the more that I know that about myself, the more I kind of see it see it happening a lot more around. So I think it might be that it's become sort of like normalized a little bit, and now we're being honest with ourselves and each other about sexuality and what that means and how you balance emotion and everything and how in your relationship with sex versus emotion and how those play separately or together, that kind of thing. Um, and I think it's cool as long as everyone's communicating and being fair and good to each other.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Also, just uh, have them listen to our episode on not polyamory. Uh, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't recommend that one, but I would recommend our episode on uh, pansexuality with Mindy Raff, who is uh, polyamorous and pansexual. And she describes it all in a beautiful way. And then someone can just listen to that. And they have the treat of listening to Mindy, who is a darling. I love her. Um, and she's going to be on our next Stonewall show in July. That's going to be July 29th. But before we plug our stuff, Sir Baby Girl, what do you Fire got going on? The Sir Baby Girl plug, <laughs> five six seven eight. Um, okay, well, my
4: album Crush on Me is out, and you can stream it by it, stream it by it. Um, my 20 by teen summer, summer, my summer 20 by teen limited edition merch collection. Is out and you can order it through the end of June, so the end of Pride season. So order it now, and then it'll be gone forever. So get it (laughs) now. Um, You don't have to be bi to order it.
3: You don't have to be bisexual to support bisexuals. And what was that test that made me take like before? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I had to fill out a quiz.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can Um. you imagine? It's like one of those things where like the bank makes you look at images and like give it an answer. It gives you like. Six tiles, and it's like yeah. which of these women have played a queer woman in a, in a movie? And you're yeah. like, you have to click like Rachel Vice from The Godfather. Okay, you pass. Now you can buy now. this yeah, yeah,
4: exactly, exactly. I'm like, no straight people. I want your yeah. money. Straight yeah. people, buy it, support it. Buy it, support it. Yes. Um. Also, I'm gonna be playing L.A. Pride June yes. 9th. I'm Sick. gonna be playing uh na- North by North. W- North by Northeast in Toronto on June twenty uh, June 15th. Amazing. And a headlining show June 14th the night before. Uh and then I have a big headlining pride season rooftop show at Elsewhere. That in I Brooklyn. have tickets to.
3: Yes. Hell yeah. And I know our Come listeners through. have tickets for it. Uh, because we we I bought tickets and then I plugged it on the podcast and then also at the Stonewall show, like to everybody who came to the one with you. I'm like, oh, she's gonna yeah. be at St. Elsewhere because they're like What's her what's her other music like? Because you played an yeah. acoustic set yeah, yeah, yeah. at Stonewall, which was awesome. I'm like, yeah. no, you have to you like, see listen the to the real effect. stuff and see the full show. Yeah. It's gonna be yeah.
4: nuts. I have dancers, I have absurd surprises. What's it, the date of that show again? The twenty fifth. Okay. Tuesday, the twenty-fifth of June. June, Tuesday, twenty fifth. Um so yeah, that's gonna be absolutely nuts. So yeah, come through. We're like getting we're getting up there with ticket sales, so get them while you can.
3: Great. Yes, yeah. and then you can hang out with us there too because yes. we'll be—we sure will be there—singing yeah, exactly. along in the crowd. Yes, and stream praying my cover of praying. Yes, stream it, stream it, and stream read it. the article.
4: And read the article. Thank you,
3: uh, sir, baby girl. Thank you so much for for being here. Uh, you can find us at Diking Out on all the social medias and please please come to our live recording at caveat on June 23rd if you're in New York City to kick off Pride Week uh, and then we can make meet up plans for St. Elsewhere two days later it's just Elsewhere or Elsewhere St. Elsewhere St. Elsewhere you're thinking saint of the John Hughes I movie I am from- yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god it is Elsewhere yeah. oh my god you know my mind works <laughs> in mysterious ways patron saint of live music <laughs> yeah, Elsewhere <yes>. saint. <laughs>
0: that's so cute oh, oh
4: actually very oh. cool thing is that Fluid the queer makeup brand is going to be doing a pop-up at my show. Amazing. So that's, it's going to be so fucking queer and fucked up. Yeah.
3: (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I love that.
4: If you buy my merch, you're going to get a free lip gloss from them. And they have a lip gloss called Elsewhere. It's crazy. I see. It all comes
3: together. It all comes together. I've been wanting to go to elsewhere too. It's I heard tight. a lot of buzz I'm in excited. the queer community about it. Yeah, it's a very fun place. Uh, yes, yeah, so follow us, come to our show, and go to patreon.com/slash diking out. Uh, we just put out a bunch of diking off topic episodes for your enjoyment to get all of the unfiltered yeah. <laughs> details of our lives. <laughs> and you can follow me at TGI Carolyn. And I'm at the Sarah York. And, and I'm at sir underscore baby girl. Yes. Uh, I love Sir Baby Girl's Instagram presence. Thank you so much. It's great. It's a good one. It's wild. Uh, yes. Thanks for decking out with us. Deck out with us again next week, please.
1: Bye. 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 Woo.